Hi everyone, it's Mayor Tom Henry and you're listening to the new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. This is episode number 15, recorded on November the 19th, 2018 from Citizen Square here in downtown Fort Wayne. Today I'm happy to welcome David Nicole to the program. David is the president and CEO of United Way of Allen County. David, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. David, uh, obviously, United Way has been in the city of Fort Wayne for a number of years. I think it used to be called United Fund years ago. And uh, it's grown in size and Uh in in popularity and in service offerings. Uh, And I noticed that uh, in September, United Way released the 2018 Alice Report. Mm -hmm. That's A-L-I-C-E, Alice Report. Can you help uh, the listeners understand uh, what ALICE is and who ALICE is? Sure. Um, ALICE stands for Asset Limited Income Constraint Employed. Uh, And in short, that is ALICE are working families, are families that are working hard but struggling to survive. Um, And what really highlighted in the ALICE report was there are families that work their tails off. work in our city, in our communities, they're taking care of our kids, they're taking care of our um, parents, they're serving us throughout the community, yet they're quite often working two, three jobs and not making ends meet. Um, And so we know what the Alice Report showed us was 14% of our community lives below the federal poverty line. So for a family of four, to put it in context, that would be about $25,000 for a family of four Nearly one in four in our community live above the federal poverty line, yet below the financial stability line. So 31,000 households in Allen County um, are, uh, are working hard, but struggling to survive. And so this isn't just the working poor. No. Uh, it's, uh, it's people who actually have perhaps solid employment, Yes, uh, they just are not making enough to, right. to live beyond uh, uh, fed, uh, federal levels. Right, so what we know is that that financial stability line, we partnered with the University of Rutgers and a number of other United Ways to determine that financial stability line in, our, in Allen County is $53,000 for a family of four. And there's a big gap between the federal poverty line, $25,000 and $53,000. And the resources available to families that are in that gap are slim. Um, And so, um, yes, these are families that are working their tails off. They are employed. Well, David, this is really uh, an interesting new uh, mission for United Way. Yes. Many of us who grew up with United Way and who tried to, to get involved in United Way in, in, in different ways, uh, I think historically looked at United Way as almost totally social service offerings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that a number of agencies, several dozen belong to United Way, mm-hmm. and uh, from the Boy Scouts you know, sure. to to, uh, to Catholic charities uh, and everything in between. Yep. So this approach at taking a look at the economic 
situation of mm -hmm. our community and how it affects our citizens. Uh, it's really something relatively new. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, can you tell me how, what United Way is doing to address Alice? Sure. So uh, in the spring of 2017, uh, our board really came together and said, uh, after listening to the community and doing numerous community conversations and then looking at the data, uh, our organization said we're going to focus our efforts on families that are working hard but struggling to survive, Alice. And so we have, we're in the middle of, uh, so we're doing that in four different ways, if you would. So we've got community collaborations, um, whether that's free tax prep, 211, those type of things. Uh, we've got our agency funding, and we have great partners. You mentioned several of them before. Uh, and uh, looking at as so we're in that funding process right now um, where organizations are applying for funding and we have some new ones because of this new focus on Alice that are interested in applying for United Way dollars we're excited about that um, and so we're going to see here in the late spring how that pans out uh, we're also working on some advocacy efforts um, and so I'll give you a quick example. Um, last year there was some legislation around predatory lending, um, uh, some legislation at the State House for a family taking out an individual loan of $1,500 and then over the course of the year would have to pay back over $4,000. So a um, APR of north of 220%. Um, through a, a great coalition of businesses, not-for-profit, veterans groups, faith-based communities that got killed at the, at the Senate level at the State House. Um, and so we're advocating, we were part of that coalition, so we're advocating for families that are working hard but struggling to survive. So that, and then the last thing is we mobilize an army of volunteers. You've, the city's always been involved in our day of caring. Um, and so those are really the four things, collaborative initiatives, agency investments, advocacy, and volunteerism. So is this the, uh, the new United Way yes. that uh, the community's been hearing about? You know, we are, every organization goes through change. And this is not the United Way of 10 years ago, much less five years ago. Uh, and this is a, the United Way today is talking with the community, understanding the community, um, using data to make decisions. And instead of being as broad, instead of being broad like we used to be, and that wasn't nothing wrong with how we were. Um, our board said and our organization said, we really want to move the needle on community issues. Um, and being as broad as we were, that was not possible. So narrowing that focus to families that are working hard but struggling to survive. So yeah, it's new. Speaking of reaching out to the community, one of the things that United Way started several years ago, and uh, uh, I was uh, uh, a little bit of a part of it, uh, but uh, really uh, it's a program that has grown in popularity and uh, something that I, I know you're very proud of, and that's the 211 call mm -hmm. center. Sure. You know, we... Uh, 
we citizens, we, uh, uh, we're now used to 911, mm -hmm. at least I hope we are. Uh, and in the city of Fort Wayne, for city services, mm -hmm. there's 311. Uh, directory yep. assistance is 411. Uh, but we have a 211 mm -hmm. program. Uh, and I'm not sure all of our listeners are uh, aware of what that is. Can you spend a few minutes and, and uh, uh, share with the listeners what 211 is all about? Yes, would love to. 211 is the front door to social services. Um, if somebody moves here and can't find access to child care, they can call 211. Uh, someone finds um, a uh, their parent um, has dementia and is now living with them and doesn't know what services are out there, they can call 211. Um, somebody is considering suicide, they can call 211. Um, somebody um, suspects that their friend, loved one, has an opioid addiction, they can call 211 and find out what resources are available. We have over uh, we have almost 8,000 resources, agencies, in the 211 database uh, across the entire state. Um, last year, our Northeast Indiana Call Center headquartered here in Fort Wayne uh, took almost 40,000 phone calls. Um, now f individuals can text, I'm sorry, not text, yes, text mm -hmm. uh, to 211. Uh, it is a phenomenal resource, 24 hours a day, 365, for any reason. Um, and we do partner with 911. We partner with 311. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, those calls sometimes go back and forth. <laughs> uh, so when we're in an emergency situation uh, and we need to get first responders involved, we connect with uh, 911 readily, uh, but also with 311. So when 311 gets a phone call of, hey, I'm looking for uh, resources uh, around um, opioids, your yeah. team doesn't necessarily have those resources, right. so they refer right. them to 211. Well, that's, that is one of the of the uh, neat things that we we have in place with our public-private partnership. Yes, it is. Uh, a lot of people think it's just uh, government working with business. It's also the overlapping of needs of our community uh, outside of things like infrastructure. Mm -hmm. uh, when it gets into the social service area, because mm -hmm. there are so many different needs and, and, and wants and desires in our community. Uh, the fact that uh, we do have 211 and 311 and 911 mm -hmm. and others, uh, that uh, they're, they're all in a position to share with one another. Uh, really, I think is, is a tremendous statement being made uh, by, by Fort Wayne because uh, not every community has that. No. Uh, and not only don't they have uh, those particular uh, call centers, but they don't have the, the partnerships that we have right. as well. So uh, that's something that, that I know you're very proud of, it, I am. as am I. Let me, let me, if I may, real quick. Sure. Um, I do want to encourage your listeners to call 211. Uh, it's a confidential phone call, uh, and, and now a text as well. And if and anybody can call for any reason, uh, you know, there are most folks don't understand the resources that are out there and we want to make sure uh, the goal of 211 is to connect people to resources that's uh again that's something that our city is blessed to have yep. and uh, 
and thank you for being a part of the the beginning of that. Uh, speaking of that, uh, you were in Fort Wayne for a while. You mm-hmm. left, and uh, you came back about four years ago. Yep. Uh, what's it like to be back home? What uh, have you noticed a uh, a significant change in our community? So I was gone for almost twenty five years. Oh my gosh. Um, and change is an understatement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, when when they said uh, you need to go to Parkview Hospital, uh, I went to Randalia. <laughs> I didn't know there was a PRMC. <laughs> um, you know, and and I, quite often I get asked a question because I spent 14 years in Charleston, South Carolina, immediately before coming back. They're like, why would you ever come back? Um, Northeast Indiana is an amazing place to live. Um, not, yes, uh, it's got a great cost of living, and yes, it's a great place to raise a family. The momentum that we have here is palpable. Uh, you're doing, and also the work of our uh, community leaders, it is palpable, and it is exciting to be a part of that. Um, you know, we've got family here. Uh, my grandfather just turned 95, and he's oh doing great. Uh, and uh, being close to him, having my kids interact with him is really cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've seen a lot of change, um, not only in from the time when I left till when I got back, but also from the time that I got back till today. Well, David, that's, uh, your contribution to our community, as I, as I try to... Uh, really earlier has been uh, phenomenal you've really taken thank you united way to uh to a whole new level of service offerings uh and that's been uh, it's been fun to, fun, fun to witness uh well with that that's all the time we have for today david i really do appreciate you coming in and spending some time with me and, and with our listeners uh before we go uh where can our listeners learn uh, more about united way Sure. Uh, they can visit our website, unitedwayallencounty.org, um, and visit us on our website uh, at any time. They can also engage with us via uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, you know, all, all the, whole, yeah, the yeah, social yeah, media yeah. gamut, if you would. Uh, and we would love to engage with uh, your listeners in any way possible. Again, thanks so much, David. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. I hope Everyone has a safe, spirited, and happy Thanksgiving. We all have something to be thankful for, whether it's big or small. I know I'm, I'm thankful for my family, my friends, and the opportunity to serve you as our mayor. Join us next time as we discuss all the positive momentum taking place in the great city of Fort Wayne. Until then, this is Mayor Tom Henry. Take care.